listening to the Animation Addicts podcast, episode 142, Happily Ever After. Why laser beams from the eyes? Why? This episode is brought to you by the Rotoscopers patrons. To find out more about the perks of becoming a Rotoscopers patron and to join Roto Nation, check out rotoscopers.com slash Patreon. Welcome to the Animation Addicts Podcast with the Rotoscopers, Disney, DreamWorks, Pixar, Don Bluth, and everything in between. And mind you, Filmation is one of those deep, deep, deep in-between ones. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm your host, Morgan Stradling, and I'm here with my co-host, Chelsea Robson. Hello. So glad to have you joining us on our big comfy couch. We are back on the comfy couch this time. It is very comfy, and this time we have even more throw blankets for your enjoyment. Yes. So. We have lots I got of, cold last time. Yes, so. lots of pillows. And so our show is about animation, past and present. And we review films that are beloved by some, not so beloved by others, uh, critically acclaimed, not so critically acclaimed. And we're going to be hitting one of those this time. But basically, we, we just go, we review a film, we talk about it, we have a good time, we laugh, we carry on, we all go home happy. Yes, this is our goal. Everyone go home happy. It's been kind of an interesting situation because Mason is in in the thralls of study as he's finishing his his uh, post-grad work. And so it's just been Morgan and I just getting together on our big country couch. And we go into a lot more tangents, I feel like. Mm. And a lot more randomness. I'm not quite sure if that's a good thing. I know. <laughs> just because it's like, okay, we are really just inviting you in. This is our this conversation. This is really <laughs> what we talk about. Yes, there's no oh, pretenses man. here. And hey, I will be honest, we actually did get quite a good reception from the last oh, episode. <laughs> a lot of people have said, I loved it. It kind of felt like the old school episodes. It had the old vibe back, which is really what I was trying to go back and, and really try to you know, capture in a bottle is this essence and this just fun that I'm we had in, in the initial baby. episodes and the, the first few years. And we are back with that. I mean, I don't want to say that the last couple, the last year or so hasn't been that. Cause I think I go back and I still it's listen to all good. of those and they've always been good. It's just easier for us. Um, which adds a little bit more of not frivolousness, but just a little bit more air of fun. Mm -hmm. So that's just where we're at. So this episode, we are going to be reviewing a film which I had never seen. It is new to me, so you're going to get my first impressions. We will see what Chelsea's thoughts are about this film and, and her acquaintance with this. But it's a film by Filmation, which was a studio that actually has quite a long history. And the movie is called Happily Ever After. Presenting an all-star cast in a brand new family motion picture, Filmation presents Snow White in the Land of Doom. Is it safe to stop here? With the Wicked Queen gone, who would harm us? A masterpiece of action and adventure filled with danger and love. I must find my prince. With help from seven new friends. Starring Ed Asner. Bad like me is the way to go. Zsa, Zsa Gabor. There must be something we can do. Tracy Ullman. And Grammy Award winner Irene Cara. I'm Snow White. A timeless fairy tale classic that the entire family will love. Filmation presents Snow White in the Land of Doom. Opening weekend at the theater, free Snow White dolls and dragon stickers for all the boys and girls. A pleasure, darling. Starts Wednesday, April 11th at a theater near you. Ready, G. Happily Ever After is basically part two, the <laughs> sequel of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. So it's like... You all know what happened. We all know about the story. We all know about this. 
Now, here's the continuation of it. Yes. So, um, researching a little bit about this movie, obviously, Wikipedia is a great resource for that. Oh, yes. Everything is true on Wikipedia. So, the film um, was supposed to come out in 1990. Uh, It did come out in France in 1990, but for some reason or another, it didn't end up coming out until 1993. It was pushed back until then. It actually coincided with the re-release, theatrically, of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Oh. Um, So, that came out, and then it was like, hey, and then there's this one. (laughs) Exactly. And that was actually Filmation's entire goal with these different sort of series. They actually planned a series of direct-to-video sequels that were of the popular Disney films. (laughs) Like, straight up, which is so commonplace nowadays. Like, they were the original. Basically, this is popular. Let's do it for really cheap and uh, just piggyback off what you've created and and let some money come in. Bring it in. So, it's really funny because we think of direct-to-video sequels. You know, we talk about uh, Aladdin and King of Thieves, Return of Jafar. Those really, like, taking it home but <laughs> if this could be considered to yeah. to be that although this was released theatrically it didn't do too well um it they had a 10 million dollar marketing budget because they really were pushing for this and i quote it was expected to become one of the biggest hits of the year what how just how no. having watched the film could you expect that i don't know but it really only made $3.299 million. So it oh. didn't make its its money back. And as a result, the company that was the distributor was called First National Film Corp. Went out of business and, and went bankrupt. So they really put all their chips. on this horse? I know. So we're going to talk about the animation and the quality and just, yeah. But first, let's go back and talk about Filmation. Discussion. Yay! We are already on the couch, so let's take a ride on our comfy couch that <laughs> apparently flies. <laughs> yes, so what do we know about Filmation? So Filmation actually has been around since 1962. It was, it was located in California. It was founded back then. The principal founders and producers were Lou Scheimer, Hal Sutherland, and Norm Prescott. Which are some names that you have I've heard of. Yes. They were they were big names and they've definitely done a lot of things. So they you know, if we're looking back at their catalog and, and list of films uh, in the 60s, things that you might recognize as The Adventures of Batman or Batman with Bo- Robin, The Boy Wonder, uh, The Batman Superman Hour, The Hardy Boys, Aquaman, The Superman Aquaman, Aquaman Hour Adventure. I mean, they did a lot of these superhero films in the, or, you know, shows in the 60s. When we hit the 70s, we hit Sabrina the Teenage Witch Show, Archie's TV Funnies, Fat Albert and the Cosby Kids. Like, these are things that yeah. definitely, you know, may they strike a chord with a certain lot people. Mm-hmm. On, on television at the time and they were very successful I would say mm-hmm. just because I know a lot of people that you know older generations uh, than myself but they they like remember these like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. we were 80s kids so yeah. you know He-Man Gummy Bears Care Bears things <laughs> like Disney Afternoon that yes. was our bread and butter but for people Late maybe 80s early 90s yes exactly <laughs> people who are you know, 60s, 70s, maybe an era or two before us, this is their bread and butter, you know? Other ones, Star Trek, the animated series, tons and tons and tons of 
things into the 70s. They were very, very busy. 80s, it starts to really start to taper off the Tom and Jerry comedy show, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Chelsea loves that. I do. I actually, I've told this before, but I went ahead and I bought all the, the DVD collection of all the, of the He-Mans. Yeah. And I passed them out to each one of the families of my brother's kids. Yeah. Just to make sure that they all had a good background on He-Man. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> and my nephew goes to his mom one time and he's like, Mom... Can I have a haircut like He-Man? Oh, <laughs> she's like, yes. no, you will not have a bowl cut. No, <laughs> it was the eighties after it all. It was the eighties. They did have some three theatrical films. Most of these are TV films or direct-to-video things. Uh, Skeletor's Revenge in 1986 Bring might it. be uh, one you might be interested in. Um, talking about these different unofficial Disney spinoffs, oh, that yes. they, there was one called Pinocchio and the Emperor of the Night. That was really the first one that they did, followed again by Happily Ever After, which was supposed to be you know this next one. But uh, that didn't happen so much. So in the final years of Filmation, their last ones were He-Man and She-Ra, the franchise. They had The Secret of the Sword. And then they also had Filmations, like the last one was Happily Ever After, which was the sequel, as we know, which we'll be talking about today, of Snow White. It was released in theaters five years after it was actually finished. So it just, it took them a while to put it mm-hmm. out there. Which it very much does look 80s uh-huh. in its animation. And when yeah. you look at the date and like, oh, it came out in 1993. Wow, that looks dated. I mean, it was completed for a while and it took yeah. a while to actually get out there. Because they're just like, yeah, let's not put it out until we can piggyback off of, of something course, else. Of <laughs> and then, but the thing is the whole company went out of business. Well, they were purchased by an investment consortium basically led by L'Oreal Cosmetics Company and Paravision International. Um, before the sale was complete, uh, the warehouse basically, they just they just said, um, we're going to close down every little bit of the production. And we actually, the only thing that we wanted was the film library. But they did that like the day before there was a new law that went into place requiring companies to give employees about 60 days notice before mass terminations. So it was mm. like, ouch. <laughs> That's not cool. They purchased the company solely for the film library. And I'm looking at this film library now. And for the most part, it's like... No, thanks. Not really interested in going back and exploring that too much. Right. <laughs> and I'm thinking L'Oreal. Like, why, why do they care? Well, they just own all sorts of things. Yeah. So you, you think L'Oreal, you see L'Oreal and you think makeup, but they really are this overarching umbrella brand for right. a lot of other things. So that is a little bit about filmation. They actually, you know, were around for a good 30, almost 40 years. Yeah. Just crazy. I mean, they did have a film that came out in 1999, but really nothing, nothing much after this. Yes, the film was called Robin and the Dreamweavers. All right, so let's jump into Happily Ever after ha 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 so, wait what, what other movies came out this year so 93 just to set the stage what else was out there that they apparently thought was going to be bigger yes. this was going to be bigger than all of these <laughs> obviously it's going to beat nightmare before christmas yeah who wants that scary right no batman, batman mask of the phantasm oh nobody cares about batman eh. no uh, we've got the wrong trousers. Yeah, it's it's British. Eh, no, it's, it's British. No, 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 no. <laughs> and the, the thief and the cobbler. 
How's oh, that 30-year-old thing that he was never going to get out anyway? <laughs> and okay, what else we got? We got oh, Once Upon a Forest. I mean, nice. I mean, come on. I <laughs> love that. That one it's a it's a true contender. And we also have We're Back, a dinosaur story. Mm. <laughs> All of these Except for Batman, we've done podcasts about. Yes, and I would love to do the Batman one. I've so. never seen that one. So, uh-huh. all right, so let's go back. So, so yeah, they thought they were going to beat all of those. Yes. <laughs> all right, so let's talk about this film and your initial thoughts. So me, I had never seen this film, and I'll be honest, up until two weeks ago when we brought up the list of future films, I didn't even know this film existed. Now, when I was talking with Chelsea and we were talking at the end of the episode, oh, the next movie is going to be... Um, happily ever after in my head at first i thought it was happily never after not which is you know came out in you know mid 2000 cgi film and then i was like okay it's not that i was like oh it's the one with little red riding hood which is hoodwinks because i couldn't think of the name at the time and then i was like no that one's called hoodwinks so it's definitely and then i was like okay what is this movie i need to look it up and i saw it and i was like oh <laughs> i, I <knew> see exa- <laughs> i knew exactly what movie they were talking about you see my cousins had this video at their house, and every time I would go down there, which was, you know, every couple of months or so, they lived a couple hours away, and so any time I would go down there, it would be, like, over a weekend. And they had this video, and I swear it would just sort of, like, call to me, only on the fact that it was an animated film that I had never seen. <laughs> and at that time, you know, there weren't that many. Nowadays, it's like you get 12 every year. Yes, it's yes. crazy. But, you know, at the time... It was kind of like, no, this is a real thing that I haven't seen. How have I not seen this? And I'd watched it, and all I can remember thinking is, huh, well, okay then. (laughs) Let me just say I'm a lot more discerning these days as far as, like, why I watch an animated film. Well, because you have so many options. I mean, you have to be. Exactly. (laughs) But from the looks of it, it's so amazing that there are a lot of fans of this movie. Yes. And Surprisingly. It's not just that. It's almost like I mean, they, if they are a fan of this movie, they've got the nostalgia goggles on thick. Oh, yes. Just almost worse than what we had for our last episode. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Hundo. Hundo. Yeah. So, for example, um, this is a actually a patron pick by Vanessa B. Yeah. So, thank you, Vanessa. And and like you were saying, the reason this has a lot of fans is because it's probably one of those that people had the VHS tape right. and watched it over and over again. And as a result, they just have this fondness for it. So going to that, I want to dig into some some nostalgia tidbits on the internet oh, about, this, about this movie. So first off, uh, you cannot watch this legally online. Uh, through Amazon, you can't rent it. Google Play, you can't rent it. Uh, if you do want to buy it, you can't even buy the VHS tape on Amazon, at least not that I could find. There is the DVD that you can buy, Ooh. but it starts at $46 Ooh. used. Yeah, not going to happen. So unless you have a VHS or DVD copy of this, you're really not going to see it. So um, it is available on YouTube. <laughs> and apparently Filmation, because it's not in business anymore and L'Oreal does not care about its, <laughs> its, its rights and copyright, it has... 4.2 million views. Wow. That's the number of people who just w- remember searching for this movie and want to see it. Yeah. That's Mi- incredible. Missed opportunity by Filmation to just like literally put this on Amazon as a rent, Google Play, 99 cents, 2.99 and uh, just rack up a little bit of dough. It's not going to make you millions, but hey, 4.2 million. 
yeah. talking about nostalgia, I went into the comments of that YouTube video and I found some, some good ones. And the very, one of the top one, it says, Gippy271. Her comment says, one of my favorite movies from when I was little. I'm so glad to find out that A, I'm not the only one who knew this movie exists. B, I'm not the only one who loved it. And C, I'm not the only one who misses it. I love cheesy movies like this, even to this day. First, I have some issues with this comment because it's like, it, it, this is a multiple choice question. Like, <laughs> o- only one of these applies. I think we need a D, all of the above, because she knows it exists, she loves it, and she's not the only one who misses it. All those are true, so all, all of the above, but that's okay. <laughs> She well, did a, a one, two, and three bullet points would be yeah, better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my little critique. <laughs> well, then you had Holly H., who says, I can't believe that other people have heard of this movie. And I'm just saying, I love people who write in all caps. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, people. Oh. Uh, a few others. Um, Dead Man Inc. 336 says, I actually find this Snow White prettier than the Disney version. <laughs> and lastly, Liz. The long hair. Liz says, OMG, yes, I used to rest, rent this all the time, so my parents finally just bought it. LOL. <laughs> we all have movies like Yes, that. yes, we do. <laughs> like, you want to rent this again? Again? <laughs> But you read it twice. It's my favorite. <laughs> it's like, here, take it. I don't want to see you anymore. <laughs> the nostalgia goggles. And I was thinking about this. I th- I feel like this is one of those movies. It's almost like when you buy a movie that's like a 3D movie and it has the 3D goggles. Now, us watching this movie is almost like us watching a 3D movie without the goggles. Mm-hmm. Like we can't, we just don't have the mm. same sentimental value. Yes, there's something missing for exactly. us. Yes, when we watch this. So if you are one of those people that have come to this f- trying to find a podcast or something that talks all the great, grand, wonderful things of how you m- love this movie as a kid, you're just not going to get that because we don't have those goggles. Yeah. <laughs> we have them for a lot of movies. But not this one. This yeah. is going to be more of the, what the? <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's get into this movie, shall we? Let, let's not, actually, because I have oh, another yes. fun <laughs> segment. Now, Mason used to do this, where he would talk about different reviews that were on Amazon. So like we've seen YouTube comments, here are a few reviews on the DVD page for this, uh, if you'd like to buy it on Amazon. One says, the animation may not be pristine, but in a movie... Animation takes the backseat to the story, plot, <laughs> adventure, and music. The music. I'm glad they posted something great about the music. <laughs> the story, plot, and adventure explodes with magic in this unofficial sequel with a few tiny but catchy thrown so- songs thrown in. No. <laughs> Accompanied with seven dwarf elves, each possessing a different power of nature, Snow White goes on a quest to save her prince. Filled with magic of all kinds, the music, the movie is simply dot, 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 magic. Uh, oh my. Are you the Nostal- PR rep for this yeah. company for this movie? Because I'm not Nostalgia buying it. goggles. Here's another um, one. Thick. Says, uh, title, niece loves it. <laughs> I liked this one. My niece was thrilled to get this since it's become hard to find. I don't like it much, but it was a birthday gift that most pleased her. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. is wearing some nostalgia goggles, and this yeah. aunt is not. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and lastly, um, I got this movie the first time when I was very young. I am now 23 years old and still absolutely love this. I hope that my kids will someday like this movie as much as I love it. It's taken me a long time to find it on DVD, but to be honest, it's absolutely worth it. I love everything about this movie. The songs, the seven dwarf fells, the prince who has turned into whatever it is and follows Snow White to protect her. It's such a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part about that is... <laughs> can't even stop laughing. <laughs> the prince who turns into whatever it is. <laughs> whatever it is. 
<laughs> Anyways, um, and then we do got to see the other side, the opposition. This is one of okay. the top critical reviews who gave it two stars. He says, disappointed in the product. Not what I thought it would be. <laughs> so there you, there you have it, my friends. That's, th- that is a well-rounded critique right there. All those, you know, based on the nostalgia goggles versus not. Yes. So enough good times on the internet looking at these reviews. Let's actually dive into this movie. Do so we have to? We, we do. We do. So let's let's do this. Uh, okay. Um, so let's just kind of set the stage, like do a little plot synopsis. So this is post Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Now, tangent, Morgan, Chelsea, tangent time, tangent Woo-hoo. time, tangent time. Uh, let's talk about dwarfs, plurality of the word dwarf. So this is something that I wanted to talk about in our Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs episode, but did not. What do you think the plural of dwarf is? Dwarves. Dwarves, with a V-E-S. That actually is not correct, and here is why. Because if you look on the original Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, the book, the Disney version, etc., etc., it is spelled D-W-A-R-F-S, dwarfs. Okay. Which, okay. And, and people frequently but, spell this incorrectly you yeah. know, on the internet. You'll commonly see it spelled dwarfs. Um, and so the reason... That's so, just pronunciation English bad. What? Well, just because English, it just sounds like people will just... Nobody knows how to spell anyway. Yes. At least I don't. So Well, and, and it, the way that other plural words go, you know, knife, right. knives, exactly. things like that. You, you think, oh, if it ends with an F, it should go. But no, this one is very specifically that. And so here's how the word dwarves came to be. Dwarves is very, very common in the Lord of the Rings series. And Tolkien, when he was writing it, he actually misspelled it as oh. dwarves. And there was a quote that I was reading. And he says, you know, talking about that because it's become very commonplace. Someone asked him about it. And he's like, I'm afraid it is just a piece of private bad grammar. Uh, rather shocking but I'll just have to go with it. So, I mean, he is this author and he just has, he just happened to call them dwarves and it got published and didn't get fixed. And, and they actually show um, a graph on this webpage and I'll include it in the show notes. And it shows the usage of the word dwarfs versus dwarves. And you can see over time, dwarves has definitely gone up and dwarfs has decreased. Mm-hmm. And it shows different spikes of when different things like, uh, you know, publication of The Hobbit, Lord of the Rings, peak of Lord of the Rings fame. Now, 1980, I do not consider that to be peak of Lord of the Rings fame. <laughs> this might be a bit old. Maybe the book. And then release the first Lord of the Rings film. So, And that's really when it peaks and people start really referring to yeah. things as dwarves. So, fun tidbit. It is actually dwarfs, specifically when referring to Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Um, dwarves is kind of commonly accepted nowadays, and you can blame Tolkien for that. That's just him saying, my bad. Yeah, exactly. So back we go to the movie that <laughs> we, we, we really don't want to talk about. But actually, I do. I think this was kind of fun. <laughs> All right. So the director of this was John Howley. And the studio, once again, Filmation Associates and Kel Air Productions. Yay. Mm. It ended up getting about $3 million in the box office. A little over $3 million, So, yay. Uh, $10 million that they put into advertising. Although, oh. based on the amount of people who seem to own this on VHS, <laughs> maybe they yeah, made it back. Maybe it's just the, <laughs> the VHS that got it all. So this movie, it takes place basically after the original Disney film. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of versions of Snow White, but they are kind of secretly, you know, this is after the Snow White version, although she looks completely different. She looks like a black-haired Stumbelina, to be honest to she me. She does. With a super long ponytail. Yeah, yeah. And so it, it really kind of jumps into it rather quickly. Well, we do have kind of this storybook intro, which is poorly done. And as I was watching, I'm like, what? 
Am I watching? No. Yeah, but it was no. Don DeLuise. I know. He's so awesome. Uh, as I was listening, I was like, hey, I know him. Itchy? Itchy? <laughs> hey, boss. <laughs> he had a lot of work in the 90s, but you listen to it, I'm like, no wonder, because his voice just sounds so fun. Yes, he has a great voice. He doesn't have too much in this movie, but... Um, so yeah, we have this little storybook and then we don't actually jump right away to Snow White and the Prince. We actually go immediately to all of these critters and Which was weird. And I was like, really is, is this what this is? Critters and you know, <laughs> you know, this bat and there's this owl two headed thingamajig. Yeah. And I'm like, great. This is going to be, this is gonna be fun. Um, and then, so then this we were introduced to the antagonist, which happens to be the brother of the Wicked Queen. Um, and he definitely looks like a bad guy. Pale skin, mustache. Did he have a big nose? No. no. But then again, this isn't Richard Rich. Yes. <laughs> you could have pulled from the Richard Rich handbook. He could have. You could have pulled Everything from else. the Richard Rich playbook and, and just stuck a big schnoz on there and it really would have indicated. <laughs> it would. But I mean, I think the mustache and the, you know, just the laser eyes. The laser <laughs> eyes were also a big giveaway, right? Lord Malice is his name, which, and he can also turn into a, a dragon. So is he related to, are, is he, the evil queen and Maleficent the same person? I are mean, they re- all related? They're the all family? related. I think, yeah. yeah. I mean, Lord Malice with Maleficent and the evil queen, they're all together. Evil queen just didn't have, you know, so she didn't like her name, so she just went for the evil queen. Can we talk about the laser beams? <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's do that. Because the, it's not just once, it's frequently. Lord. So, I mean, is he from Krypton? Is he like <laughs> Superman? I, I don't really understand. It seems to be one of his only powers. Well, he has a few powers. He can transform, but um, it seems his magic is manifest through the laser beams, which he can use to carry things up and, and also to maim. Um, uh, okay, yeah. If, if you're really trying to sell me on this is going to be the greatest movie of 1993, it's going to be a hit. Laser beams out of the eyes. Laser beams. <laughs> that, <laughs> also, if you look at the... Going back to the mirror, because I just love Don DeLuise. <laughs> but let's go back to him. And I'm like, more mirror. He has to talk in rhyme. And then he gets the doors shut on him all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, bother. Oh, bother. So then we are introduced to the first of our songs, which oh my is gosh. the owl Why? and animal singing. And it's just Why a, do we even have the owl and owl singing? about being bad but so then i'm thinking okay these guys are really gonna play a role they did it but no but the thing is like they his whole it made no sense to me at all why do we have to have this song it was the 90s but it wasn't even like that it was just so out of there was no use (laughs) these characters had no use it was just like filler Uh uh-huh like complete filler but what was popular do you have animal sidekicks do you have a song you have laser beams coming out of your eyes. <laughs> but Lord Malice, he he comes in, he just maims everyone, and then he leaves. And <laughs> as then, a dragon. As a dragon, yes. But And then you have the owl, and he's just like, all right, it's my turn. <laughs> it's my turn, man. Let's get this show on the road. He sings his I'm bad song, and it's like, no, if you're bad, you shouldn't have to tell us you're bad. Like... That guy, obviously bad. <laughs> he maims you. He flies off as dragon. Mm-hmm. You're bad. And he has, it, there's no connection between him and the owl in the first place. Yeah. It's like, there was it's no. Like, are you Ariago? Are you his henchman? No. You just kind of like hang around. But there was no like talking between them. Yes, exactly. 
And so it was just like him, you know, the owl afterward just saying, okay, it's my turn now, buddy. (laughs) Like, I just want, (laughs) I want, I want a song. So he sings this song about how he's bad, and then you have the good bat who's just there to like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm super nice, you know? I'm like, okay, I can... Why? Yeah, that... Pass. And then they were... Okay, Filler. so their whole thing now is like, we're going to make... We're going to show him how bad we are, so we're going to go after him, and we're going to, you know, be a part of this whole thing. When the guy didn't even recognize who you were anyway. <laughs> and nor did he want help. Yeah. <laughs> and so it just seemed so unnecessary. And yeah, so this Chelsea soapbox. <laughs> oh my gosh. Lord Malice alone, turning into a dragon with laser beams out of the eyes, would have been enough. It <laughs> would have been enough. That's plenty. That's plenty. Me. You showed me. You're bad. Honestly. Yeah. He's the brother of the ste- of the, the stepmother of the Wicked Queen. Of the Wicked he, Queen. He has access to the mirror. I mean, you've set this up quite well, actually. Yeah. Like, I. I believe it. I believe, yeah. I can believe so. that he's got a, she's got a brother, sure. And <laughs> I mean, the fact that apparently they all, all have these magical powers, sure, okay. It runs in the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. But why? And like, just, uh. Well, so uh. then we hop over to Snow White and the prince. <laughs> okay. So the prince does himself a disservice. He says, with the wicked queen gone, who would harm us? <laughs> and right on cue. Enter Dragon. Stage Dragon. <laughs> it's just like a bad vaudeville movie, like bad vaudeville play. It's like inter evil man with the curly mustache on the side. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I actually like this prince. You know, they did, like you were saying, they had to completely change the look of the characters. Yeah. And Snow White, I mean, you can, they gave her long hair. Snow White has to have black hair. I mean, right. Disney, as much as they wish they would, they do not own the character of Snow White from the fairy tales. <laughs> right. So um, she has to have black hair and lips red as the rose. Uh, But the prince, I don't know if there's so many descriptions of him. So they had to, well, what's one color we could turn his hair so that way no one will recognize? Red. Red. And, you know, (laughs) considering this studio actually was involved with the He-Man films... He really does remind me of he man Like it's it's a very bowl cut and all. Yes, yeah, so it's just the body type and the structure. I'm like uh-huh. they basically took his cells and say, here, animate this. I I kind of felt that same way with with Sleeping Beauty or Snow White too. Like her body shape, uh-huh. it seemed very like masculine in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, there were certain movements that she did that I was like, that's like total Shira. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that would have been a twist on this sequel. It's like, <laughs> yes. Snow White got ripped. <laughs> and off we go. <laughs> but speaking of kind of reusing characters, uh, this there's quite a bit of reused animation in mm-hmm. this film. It's almost as if we've transported back to the 60s and 70s. Yes. With, you know, the Yogi Bear uh, walk sequences, yes. Robin Hood, and their hey, constant reusing. That's what they, they got... Hey, it's that's, worked for them for this long. True. Why, why change your stripes now? We don't know what their budget was, but I assume not so much. Right. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> what was it? Pennies? <laughs> Where did you get that? <laughs> Chelsea's referring to in my show notes. <laughs> we have a document that we refer to. And so, you know, we pull all the information, like the director of the studio, just so we have it just very on hand. Um, and I had definitely how much it made in the box office, but I couldn't find anywhere how much <laughs> the budget was. And sometimes they release that, sometimes they don't. And so I just put in there pennies. <laughs> because... It's not that pretty. No. I can't imagine this was too big of an expenditure. 
Well, pennies. Yep, pennies. There you (laughs) go. So at this point in time, Lord Malice, the dragon, has come in and tried to abduct Snow White and the prince and throws them off. And you have this, like, horse, which I'm very impressed with, this horse, because he jumps this huge chasm that I'm like, (laughs) man, go horse. (laughs) I feel like, you know, if you just kept that up one or two more scenes, you would have probably made it into my honorary Disney horse list. yeah. Like, (laughs) just a couple more of those would have made it, but you only did the one, so it was like... Yeah, one trick pony. <laughs> one trick pony. <laughs> but he seemed very gung-ho with it, so I was like, ah, shout out to the horse. <laughs> and then you have the owl and the bat dude that, you know, they just show up again, and it's like, oh, we're going to be bad, yay. Um, and <laughs> you, have, you have Snow White down at the bottom, and this giant dragon's coming after you. I'm like, go ahead, girl, yeah, you wave your stick. That'll sure fend off the dragon. <laughs> you just wave that stick, girl. <laughs> But I mean, the pro girl needs to stop running through woods. I mean, it, this was basically ripped off from it the was. Disney version where she it's runs through the woods, she again. trips over something, and she's like, <laughs> ah, no. <laughs> and, and that is another reused thing which we see a lot is there's lots of times where she like is cowering, she has her hands by her face, and she's screaming, no. <laughs> and just looking back as she's being chased by something, I think the feminists of today would not approve of this character. Do you know what's funny? Later on in the film, you have Lord Malice as he's like watching the magic mirror and he just sent off the dogs to go attack her or whatever. And they, he, she ends up being saved by, you know, man, the whatever it is that has saved them. And he pulls off and he's just like, ah, oh, she's lived a charmed life. <laughs> I'm like, do you know this girl's backstory? <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> what? How in the world would you say this has ever been a charmed life? So she stumbles her way back onto the property of the dwarfs. Uh-huh. Very convenient. That yes, she of course. Happens to follow along the same route that led oh, her to it for the first time. Well, they were on their way to invite the dwarfs to, you know, to the wedding. To the wedding, but still, I mean, <laughs> is convenient. it too much for us to just ride all the way out here just to invite them to our wedding? <laughs> <laughs> no, if it makes you happy, honey. <laughs> Oh and you know it's really funny because it, as she's in there she's like i'm so thirsty i just need some water do you think these people they think they'll mind if i hope they don't mind you used to live with them i know you cleaned their house for them <laughs> and made them food you are their friend <laughs> i'm pretty sure they're gonna be okay with you borrowing having a glass of water i, I hope so i, I would unless, hope unless they're not they... so bitter <laughs> she left us yes <laughs> Or maybe you want to be careful with what you drink now that you're gone because you're not the one cleaning anymore. That's true. This is a moldy water. Uh, Yes, but very quickly we're introduced. They are gone, but we have new characters. We have the Dwarf Elves. No! (laughs) It's like, okay, we don't want to redo all these dwarfs because that's just too much work. We had men last time. We're going to go all female this time. All girls. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. All female cast. And they all have different powers of, of the, the earth. Very much reminds me of, of Tinkerbell and her fairies. Yes. So we have Muddy, okay. we who's, who's sort of the main one. She's kind of like the doctor, yeah, right? She is. She's, she's, uh, she's in charge of the earth itself. Sunburn, which is a horrible name because she's in charge of the... Merely the, in charge of the sun. Yes. And Merely. you think if you were in charge of the sun, you would be immune to sunburns, but she's sunburned. Maybe she's sunburned because she is grumpy. Well, yeah, she yeah. is the grumpy type. Yeah. Yes. We have Blossom. 
Which the moment she spoke was like, Jaja Gabor? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Very nice. Jaja. And obviously she is over, you know, flowers and things like that. Uh, we have Marina, who's over lakes and rivers. Uh, great name. <laughs> yeah, Marina. And I'm thinking, what is Marina? I keep hearing this, Marina. Oh, Marina. You know, and I'm, <laughs> in my head as you say the name, I'm like, ah, Pebble and the Penguin. <laughs> <laughs> also one of my 90s That's a, staples. Have we done that? No, we haven't done Pebble oh, and the Penguin. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's going to be good. Yes. We have Critterina. What a fabulous name. Can you uh, guess what she's over? Of course, she's one of the hicks. <laughs> she's over the animals. And then we have Moonbeam, who very obviously is over nighttime, and Thunderella. Who has the biggest part of all of them. Yes. It's basically the dopey, you would say? Yes. Or just the one who's not as confident in her abilities. Right. And dopey, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and her song... Ouch. Zero for two, man. <laughs> Zero for two. I couldn't take this one either. Once again, had no connection to the plot or story. Had no... Because normally when you put in a song, it's the character actually singing their lines. Like, it, yeah. it's telling the story. I have so much to say that I can't express it with words. It's with song. Right. But it progresses the story. That's the point of songs in animated or any type of film where... A song is played as them singing. <laughs> and so there's no connection. And it's just, it bothered me a lot. It was uh, not so good. Not so good. So over two. Woohoo. Um, so how did you feel about these dwarf elves? I thought it was, it's... they were trying too hard, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> then I was thinking, well, okay, the dwarfs, they, like, why did they get powers? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like, wow, you just ignored these amazing cousins like, they're sisters just, of yours they're that... cousins or whatever and they're just miners like they don't that's all they do so they they found a better mine in another kingdom so oh, i know they're all <laughs> <laughs> because hey they don't have the powers over earth and sea they actually have to work right they have living. to work for our living <laughs> that has got to bring home the bacon <laughs> i mean just this whole part Later on, and they, they end up going and visiting, oh, the other thing. Mother Nature. Mother Nature. And Mother Nature is dressed in her little fancy, like, wreath garb. And as they're walking down, you can see Thunderella is just so sad because it's the first time that anyone's ever had to go in to Mother Nature for, you know, basically sucking at their job. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're going in there, and, and Snow White is just... Oh, honey, everyone's special in their own way. And, like, every word that she said as her, like, really sappy pep talk was just like, this is, it's like that mom that really doesn't know how to say, honey, you really suck. You really need to work on that. <laughs> and just like, oh, it's okay. You just, you just keep being you. Keep on sucking. <laughs> like, it's not, it's not enough. Like, why can't you just say, you're right. You, you don't have a handle on what you have going on, but how do we fix that? Let's, okay, where do you, let's, let's goal plan. You know, mm -hmm. let's, let's figure this out as opposed to, it's okay, honey. <laughs> I still love you, which I mean, moms do, they should, but that's not the point. Point is rule number one, don't suck. Mm -hmm. So we go to mother nature in her garden. She's <sighs> fabulous. And uh, the one other thing you don't do, speaking of, you don't tell mother nature uh, and call her out for making mistakes. That's not really... She, a... Yeah, like, what is her deal? She can't make anything right? And yeah. how is she Mother Nature? And she, yeah, Snow White really does lay it out. She's yeah. just a, an outsider who's just, you know, really winning browning points with the stranger who supposedly you need to help you. Might help you, yeah. Yeah. 
But the thing is, okay, right then Mother Nature sings this other one more song that's, you know, oh for three, in my opinion. But this one's actually not as bad. But at the same time, it really reminded me of Master of the House from Les Mis. Master of the House. Except way slowed down and the da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da is a little different. But everything else, totally there. Go ahead and listen. You have my permission. Pause. Go. There's one point, though, as it keeps going, sunburn really starts to grow on me. <laughs> like sunburn. Asked us gr- grumpy in the original. Yeah, it's true. Um, so, sunburn, they ask her, hey, can you can you shine some light over there or something? And they're like, they don't call me sunburn for nothing. <laughs> <I'm just> like, <laughs> go for it. You do that. <laughs> so you have the shadow man, who is the whatever it is that the yep. prince turned into. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, those are the best kind of characters to animate. It's like, they learned this when they were doing He-Man. When they have Orko, he's got the thing across his mouth, which is like, it's a, it's basically it's Orko. It's in their territory, yes. <laughs> it's like, I, on those DVDs that I told you about, I actually watched them with commentary. Yes, I did. Of course. <laughs> True animation addict True would. True animation fan would. So one of them, the director's just like, yeah, that's actually the best type of, like, animation character because there's no mouth to sink it's got something covering it so you just like make it sound whatever you want it to sound and <laughs> you just change out the dialogue whenever you want <laughs> sweet so yes that's the shadow man he's so, the orco i did i miss this did we actually see him turn into the shadow man no that was off okay yeah, that's off what camera. i assumed um but then i was you know i was I was doing other things on my computer while I was watching this. I was, you know, getting the show notes ready and different things. I'm like, multitasking. Like, did I miss that? I, very. How long did you realize who it was? At what point did you figure that out? I kind of like a little bit, like a little bit further on. I kind of, I don't know. It was. I wasn't really thinking about yeah. it because you know the first time he pops out, he's just this like head that comes out of the <laughs> trees. That's like, oh, creeper. Hi, Gollum. Yeah, high school kid from Zelda. <laughs> right. Orko. So, like, there's just a creeper that pops out of the trees. And so, you're like, what the? And then he comes back. Oh, now that he's helping her. Oh, okay. I wonder. And then you, toward the end, you're like, oh, yeah, totally. See, I feel very gypped because, again, this is the first time I've seen this movie. I think that was one of the biggest payoffs in the movie was, like, the reveal that it was him or just that that he was helping her. And it was, like, always devoted to her. And she was always nice to him. Yeah. But as I was researching this and, and getting things ready as I was watching it, I pulled up the Wikipedia page or somewhere and just read that a little snippet that Shadow Man was the prince. And oh. I was like, oh, dang it. No. <laughs> no <laughs> spoilers. one thing I was looking forward to. So. <laughs> I, I, can't, I don't even have that to push me through. <laughs> See, at this point, it was at this point in time that I started really getting disinterested. Like, whatever attention span that I had devoted to this movie, it was, like, coming to its uh-huh. end. And I really had the feeling of, like, is it over yet? Oh, crap. I still have 45 minutes. Yeah. Dang it. You know, that's always a bad sign when you're watching your movie and then you you like pause you're like okay what percentage am i done like, yeah am i 10 <laughs> minutes into it i still have an hour left am i ha- wow it's actually been 45 minutes that's yeah. great for me it was basically right on track it was 15 minutes into it and i paused it and i'm like if i've watched this for a lot longer than i think i have i think it's been about 15 minutes. i had uh, and it was 20 and i was uh, like oh thank goodness <laughs> i took a break right at that point and i was like i'm gonna go make pancakes <laughs> I came back and I watched the rest happy food in my belly. <laughs> Maybe that's why I wasn't enjoying it. I was a little bit hangry. <laughs> Give me pancakes with powdered sugar. <laughs> really, the Shadow Man was most interesting to me, surprisingly. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad for him. That's when Snow White is taken to the castle. Yes. 
and she sees... My prince, is it really you? Who else would it be? He's like super ticked about He's it. He's like, has an oh. angry scowl. He grabs her. Like, <laughs> like that pulls alone, her up. Yes, yeah, exactly. That alone uh, should be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is not the tender prince that you are used to. But just hey, to hey, make you happy, honey. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. But hey, maybe, you know, maybe he's had a rough day. He <laughs> yeah. saved her. And so she's like following him and... He's like, oh, we are going home, Snow White. And I'm like, okay, by this point in time, you should be. And then it was still a couple beats later that she was like, oh, you're not my prince. I was like, yeah, that took a while for you to get that. And uh, back with the laser back eyes. Back with the laser yes. beams. Yes, laser eyes. I love it. Uh, still no explanation about the powers. Yeah. But that's okay. Well, and also no explanation as far as that cape that turns everything to stone. Yeah, that would have been helpful, too. I'm interested. I'm interested, yes. And then you, you go up onto the roof and you see all the old like critters that they didn't want to animate anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Just turn, the two-headed thingamajig is turned to stone. You've got the what's-a-face you know, what's over there turned to stone. And he's like, oh, I get seven more statues to my... Like, oh, why would anybody want to be your friend? <laughs> like, <laughs> what in the world is this owl wanting out of this relationship? Yes, exactly. It goes south. Like, forget it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Again, and more shots of Snow White shouting, no, shocked. And just <laughs> oh, a gasp. <laughs> one of my favorite. Earlier on, it's like, oh, but my prince. It's like, well, you mean your prince didn't rescue you? Isn't that what princes are for? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, again, it was the 90s. Very one beat with our... Princes are for rescuing. Yes. Princesses are for saving. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting, though. I've gotten really into like television shows from Asia, and it's so like that still. Like, <laughs> everything is very much culturally, like masculine versus feminine and it's just it's it's interesting Damsel in distress versus right. men have the power right but it, it's just i find it like very intriguing like wow how our culture so much has if you did that anything like that it's just like how dare you put that on tv how dare you it's just it's like we're never allowed to have a damsel in distress right. character anymore Ever. Because it's like, this is such a bad role model. I can't believe women are being forced to these damsel in distress roles. I'm like, okay, sometimes women and men are damsels in distress. Okay? Women need rescuing some women. Some... Okay? I mean, that's not the goal in life to be one of those. No. But, like, by having one of those in my movie, book, or whatever story should not just automatically be this bad, bad, bad thing. Right. I, mean, I think the reason people get upset is because vast majority kind of put women in those roles. I can never, if I were a writer, I could probably never feel comfortable writing a character like that because I know it's going to get criticized, even right. though if the story merited a character like that. Right. Well, and also it just hardens the whole, I as a female am not allowed to be a damsel in distress yeah. ever. Yeah. And it's like, why not? <laughs> I'm like, I have no problem with, you know what? I'm not being a bit damsel in distress, but like, you want to open my door for me? Please. Yes, You exactly. want to put your coat down so I could step over it in the rain? <laughs> Please do. Please do. I will give you full points for that. <laughs> full cool points will be given. No, and it's just, it, that bothers me a lot because, okay, now, not to say that I, because I feel like I'm, I come from a very long line of very strong women. So never in my life have I ever felt like 
I was anything less than a man or yeah, couldn't yeah, do yeah. anything yeah. that a man couldn't. Like that was, I always saw my parents too as like a really good complement of each other. My dad was good at some things. My mom was good at other things. And they didn't step on each other's toes or try to compete. It was always more of a complete as opposed to compete. So I just find that that is one of the main issues in a lot of writing today is because mm-hmm. most of the writing puts it as compete. Yes. Back to the action sequence. Back to it. Here she comes to save the day. <laughs> it's Mother Nature. Oh my gosh. Doesn't Mother Nature usually ruin things? Like, She's... oh, Mother Nature, it's raining. Oh, Mother Nature. Well, yeah. Storm. That was the other thing. You didn't, you didn't set Mother Nature up to win. <laughs> yeah. You set her up as a complete failure, as a complete, like, Yeah, because Snow White comes in and just yells at her and then yeah. undermines so... her a bit when she's supposed to be, like, this goddess. She really is akin to the, like, the fairy goddess in Tinkerbell. Right. But not so much because, you know, Snow White has knocked her down a pedestal or two. Right, right. <laughs> but, like, you... How am I supposed to expect Mother Nature to come in and save the day at this point? I just feel like she's a... Whatever she's going to touch is going to be bad. Because, obviously, she didn't do anything right, like, from before. I don't know. I just don't feel like they set her up really well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, the magic tears. That's, uh-huh. <laughs> that's what good. solves the day every time. Tears. Um, magic tears to the rescue. Bring oh. on the flashbacks. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, you know, flashback of... Wow, all the different times she was nice to me. <laughs> wow, magic tears are going to save it. And then transform. So he's back to the prince. He's like, yeah, it was me. <laughs> it was me the whole time, honey. <laughs> and then here he does it again. He says, this time, Snow White, I'll never leave your side. Um, Prince, wasn't saying things like that what got you in this yeah. trouble in the first place? Yeah. You should seriously. avoid, like, blatant statements of, like, things are always going to be okay with Promises me here. don't intend to keep. Yes. <laughs> Chocolates. <laughs> All good things, all good things. But we can't forget that this, they really did have a lesson to be learned with this whole story. Ah. And it pulls it all together, tugs at the heartstrings as we realize kids don't smoke. Because obviously that's the whole reason the owl was there is to keep you from not, like, to show how bad you are when you smoke. Mm, but yeah. seriously, don't. Yeah. I mean, I agree with that. It's, like, you shouldn't smoke. It's really bad for you. Really don't. But is that really the whole purpose of your time? In this movie? Yeah. The moral of the story comes from this ancillary character that we weren't really invested in and sort of despised because of his song. <laughs> kind of despise you. But yeah, thank goodness that's over. Yeah. I mean, that's really what I felt when I was like, hooray, <laughs> we're done. <laughs> Yay, I can close this browser tab. <laughs> oh, but don't forget the ending credit oh, song. Which, you know, I before I closed the browser tab, I, I was like, okay, let's, let's give it a listen. And it was... Kind of catchy. I had lyrics like, love is the reason and love is the light. (laughs) It actually had a really... It was very 90s, pop (laughs) R&B. They had their one out of four songs that was good. And it just happened to be the... The end credit song, which you would hope that one of your winners should be in the movie. Let's get people invested in the movie. Because most people don't say like, oh, it was a sucky movie, but man, that end credit song. But at least it didn't make you want to close the browser faster. Well, I did close midway through. I said, (laughs) you know, know, it's funny when you see a movie and it's like 110 minutes long. Like to me, I know that uh, that includes credits. credits, But in my mind, I don't really ever think that. I'm like, oh, we got to be in this for all 110 (laughs) minutes. So when this actually ended at around like 105 and then five minutes of credits, I was like, yes, score. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) I just bought five minutes of my life back. Yes. (laughs) 
So, um, oh, man. so um, let's go. We did ask some of the patrons to give their feedback. Now, I didn't give them tons of time um, to do this, but I said, hey, let me know your thoughts on the film. And Jack was the one who responded. They said, Jack Song says, cheers, another nostalgia ride. I vaguely remember being scarred by this movie. <laughs> Yay, childhood trauma. <laughs> See, I don't have those those scars. So, <laughs> note to self: don't show baby this for yeah, a while. Yeah, yeah. No, no I, scars. No scars. <laughs> I did read along the YouTube comments. There was one person who's like, "Am I the only person who totally got traumatized by the scary ending?" With the... uh, this person says, "Did yeah. anyone else get freaking traumatized? All caps by the Shadow Man and the end of the movie? I don't know. It was." All caps. So scary for me. And uh, 28 likes. Ah. Well, 28 people along with that one. So 29. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thank oh. you, YouTube comments. Ah, that was, a, that was a good... See, we can't do this with all of our movies because uh. not all our movies are on YouTube. And even if it were, we would, we would buy it. But yes. I really did try all of the legal ways to do so. <laughs> so yeah, what would you rate this movie? Oh, I can't give it... We're going to go two stars... It was hard. Ah, you would be in great company along with the top critical two-star reviewer on Amazon. <laughs> Disappointed in product. Not what I thought it would be. <laughs> you know, okay, so me going into this, this is not what I thought it would be either because my only recollection and, and idea of this movie was the VHS cover, right. which shows a very happy and serene Snow White surrounded by critters and animals. And that really doesn't happen at all for the movie. This is actually quite a scary journey. Yeah. Which, let me talk about the original title of this movie, which probably would have been more appropriate uh -huh. and which would have required a different cover, uh -huh. obviously. But um, for some reason, they decided to change the title uh, they didn't want, I uh, guess Disney was getting in their mm -hmm. hair and they said, okay, we'll remove Snow White from the title, even though we have the right to use Snow White. It's right. fair use. Uh, so they changed it from Snow White in the Land of Doom to Happily Ever After. Well, there you go. And uh, like I said, the cover and the title Happily Ever After, those really don't align. I, I think Snow White in the Land of Doom is a much better title for this yeah. because it was scary. It did, you know, the Land of Doom reminds me of Mordor, like right, she's going right. on this journey, which she does do. I mean, I think with a name like that, marketing, you would have got more people in the, in the seats in the theater. In the Land of Doom. I mean, come on. <laughs> Snow White in the Land of Doom. Like, I gotta see that. <laughs> Oh, you gotta pull that one out. Take my this money. Was, this was not what I thought it was. I really thought this was just going to be a happy-go-lucky, poorly animated film. <laughs> you know, it was only one of those. Right. So <laughs> I'm going to rate it a good old two stars. I mean, it wasn't the worst thing I'd ever seen, no. surprisingly. I mean, Shadow Man. I really like that guy. Yeah. And um, two. That's really all. I, I, would like... I have to give it one and a half. Now that I think about it, I'm trying to actually articulate <laughs> well... positives. <laughs> It's worth a half. Here's the thing. I gave, I remember I gave um, one and a half stars to Lord of the Rings. Oh, so many this mini. This is along those yes. lines for me. <laughs> oh, so many mini skirts. That one was way difficult for me to get through. This was not as difficult. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so, so I'm sticking it too. But again, this is the show where the reviews mean nothing. They really don't so. mean anything at all. So. <laughs> so enjoy it. Let us know in the comments, rotoscopers.com slash 142, what you would review this movie to be and why. If you are someone who has just a deep nostalgia for this film, please go to the comments and let us know and tell us your favorite parts and what's so great about it. I'm not saying this in like a sarcastic way at all. Like, I, really, I, I love that this movie has such a deep base of fans who love it so much that one of our patrons picked it. And 
and here we are. Bad like me is the way to go. Being nice is just for sex. Being good is a handicap. I'm bad, see? You gotta be bad like me. for joining us for this episode of the Animation Addicts Podcast. Chelsea, you got a little story for us? I do have a story. So last episode, I was very remiss that I did not mention the fact that when I went to, I was in California a couple weeks ago at the beginning of the month of February. First off, I got, I was able to take a tour of Disney Animation Studios. I was really excited. It's one of those things that's always been on my bucket list of like, I just really want to enter into the building of the The realm of the the animation. animation. You know, go into the building where it has the giant hat. So I was really excited about it and they were kind enough to let me come. And here's the thing that I I did not do that I should have done. I should have like been all over Twitter and being like, hey, come out of your holes. Anybody who works at Disney, come out and say hi. But I didn't. Um, that's, that's a bit condescending to the animators. <laughs> Come out of your holes. Let's hope that your jailman will unshackle you from your desk and let it's you have funny, some free like, time. It's like all of the rooms when I was walking through, they're all like super dark. Yeah. Because they're all on their computers. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, like the hallways are nice and brightly lit, are beautiful. But like all the rooms are like... It's like my office at work. <laughs> In my office at work, that we um, there's four of us in there, and we have no lights on. We just have a leg lamp from a Christmas story <laughs> that's just shining in the background, and it's great. And because it's it's better for your eyes when you don't have right. the harsh, you know, lights. Anyways, continue. So, I, I should have like gone in and just said, "Hey, I'm coming." But the thing is, they didn't tell me for sure that I was coming until not too long prior, and so I didn't have a lot of time to pipe it, I guess. But I went, and they gave I drive in. I get they have me park under the you know the, the hat. No, <laughs> well, it could have been under that. <laughs> no, because the parking structure that they have is so confusing. It's just like you just go around in circles. I'm like, I have no idea what level I'm on because it's all underground. I'm like, oh, I'm um. So I go out. You come out of the ABC building and you walk it and you the first thing you see is the giant hat building and I'm like, oh. It's, it's here. I'm so excited. So I walk in and there's a, a guy taking, having his picture taken on the, off to the right. And I was like, oh, I better not go in that door because I'll get in trouble. So I'll go through the other door and just like say hi and check in or whatever. Cause somebody was going to meet me to walk me around. So my host that took me, she was, she was like, oh yeah, this is Paul. He's a, cause he was the one getting his picture taken. He's like, he was the, a real life hero. He saved somebody in like outside of work. He saved somebody from a burning building. And so we're, we're awesome. Yeah, I was like, go Paul. (laughs) Way to be. (laughs) It's awesome. And then like, oh yeah, hey, that's cool. And then um, she walked me around, showed me the Moana area and everything that's going on there. And then she walked me in and I, I had her walk me into this theater that they have. That's where it's the sweat box room. And I was like, can I go in there? And she was like, uh, it's just a normal theater. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> this is the sweat box. <laughs> and so I walk in. I'm like, oh, it is kind of a normal theater. <laughs> but I mean, it was really fun. We walked around, showed me all the different layer, like the different hallways and all the things, the decorations on the side and told me a little bit about like the different projects they have coming up. So I'm really excited about Wreck-It Ralph 2. That's their next project. And Ralph has, you know, wrecked the internet. So I was like, 
Mm. Nice. I like it. <laughs> and then, so we're walking down. He's showing me, this is where the brigards are. This is where everybody over here are. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Then we're up along the top and we're walking toward John Lasseter's office. And there's this one hallway that he has gone through and he's picked different pictures from every animated film. And like, this is his curated, all of these pictures to ha- hang on this, on this hallway. And so we're walking down this road or this hall and then... You know, our good old friend Paul from downstairs <laughs> comes up and he's like, oh, hey, I didn't get to say hi to you earlier, but I love your podcast. So I'm like, oh, real life hero Paul likes the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to give a shout out to everybody who worked there. And I'm really sorry to all the everybody who worked there that I didn't, if anybody who outside of Paul that listens and didn't know that I was there and was mad at me for not saying anything. I'm sorry. That's awesome. Yeah. You also had a meetup. We did have a meetup. That was awesome, too. We went down to downtown Disney, and we went to the the Jazz Kitchen. Really good food. Really liked it a lot. But we had six people that showed up, so it was a lot of fun to get to see everybody. We have good pictures on the Instagram you can check out. We have some patrons who showed up. Mm-hmm. We had Albert. We had one of our writers, Hannah. Hannah, yeah. Yeah, other people, Tiffany and her friends. So it was just so much fun. Really had a great time getting to know each other. We were just talking about, hey, we need to do more meetups. So for sure, if you guys have any suggestions in the comments below, where can we meet up? And we'll Mm -hmm. we'll try and figure out because I chose to do a meetup there because I feel like it was an easy place for people if they lived in the area to Mm -hmm. meet up at downtown Disney. That was the fun time. And so we really want to be able to do this again. So let us know if you have any suggestions, if if you can guarantee that we can get more than six people in a place, (laughs) we may show up. (laughs) That's true. We could, Hey, and if you're in Arizona, we can always we do can one always in Arizona. Show up like, there. if you're literally, if you're, I know there are people in Arizona because some people who listen bought shirts and I shipped them to Arizona and I'm like, hmm, they do exist. <laughs> we did one a long time ago back in the day. Yeah. And uh, really no one showed up other than our friends that we like actually knew in real right. life. So who knows? Maybe five years later. <laughs> hey, hey, let us know. So just let us know in the comments and we'll make it happen. So another bit of news is we actually are bringing back the Patreon. So uh, the Patreon has been closed for a little bit because we felt a little overwhelmed with not being able to keep up with some of the promises that we had promised the patrons and whatnot. So we put it on pause. With everything going on, like, well, and you yes. had a baby, I had this, you had yeah. Mason had that. So it was just really hard to to get everybody on the same page for a lot of things yeah. for that. So, so we, it's been paused temporarily. So the patrons haven't been charged, you know, their, their pledges for a few months. And so we're going to bring it back. So by the time this episode release, the Patreon will be back. And so we have some new levels and perks and things that, that we kind of simplified and made easier for you guys. The patron picks have been really, really popular. The having the ability to come on the show, to join us for a nerdy pod, nerdy podcast. Isn't that what this <laughs> that's all, all of them That's are. the whole show. But a nerdy couch discussion that is very popular and we have some other new things that we will be adding um, i'm not going to disclose them yet you're gonna have to go check it out for yourself go to rotoscopers.com slash patron or rotoscopers.com slash patreon to check that out also in the show notes rotoscopers.com slash 142 there'll be a link there definitely check it out the patreon is we've stepped it up a bit we've taken some things out and if you do join anyone who joins at any level between now and march 31st will get a signed photo of us 
of the Rotoscopers from Rotorama, or Rotoroma, as Chelsea <laughs> loves to say and Mason loves to make fun of, um, of the three of us. So we will sign it for you and then send that to you so you can have that picture. That is going to be a perk on one of the levels, but for limited time only, it's going to be available for all the levels, whether hey, it's a dollar or whatever you would like to pledge. So first off, this episode has been brought to you by the patrons. So thank you to Vanessa again for being a patron and for choosing this film. I actually really enjoyed this. It was, it was fun. You know, these films where they're just so off the wall and they're crazy and you, you can just have fun. I have a great time and I'm very sorry if someone is totally offended by our analysis of this film and our review of this film because it doesn't strike those nostalgic chords that you love so much didn't strike it with us but we hope that you can appreciate this movie and not realize that this is a huge masterpiece because <laughs> i'll be honest it's not it's not we still have but fun it's fun with it. fun old show <laughs> so just so you guys can get a heads up our next film that we are going to be reviewing it is another patron pick we are going to be reviewing atlantis the lost empire so we are Woo-hoo! hitting up disney territory that one we have links at the bottom of the website where you can watch watch, rent, or buy the film on amazon.com. It's also a way that you can support the show. So again, anytime that you want to support the show, a very simple, easy way to do that is just to go to rotoscopers.com slash Amazon. Also, you can save that in your bookmarks bar. So whenever you start typing Amazon into your browser, just click that link because it will, it'll populate for you, or you can just click the little button that's saved on your browser bar. And yeah, a little kickback goes to us for anything that you end up purchasing. You don't have to purchase anything additional. It's just an easy way for you to support the show by shopping the way that you normally shop so thanks for those who have been using the link we know that you do and we appreciate it and until our atlantis episode which to me is the pinnacle of my i am so excited for a disney movie (laughs) and then only to be let down uh, upon release so we'll talk about that in the next episode of the animation addicts podcast with the rotoscopers so until next time we are the rotoscopers This episode is bought to you. <laughs> bought. <laughs> They're not from the pet shops. They all got names and collars. <laughs> They're all bought and paid for. <laughs> bought and paid for. <laughs> not that anyone cares about this. This is probably a blooper, but we bought these store blankets because we had this little teeny one, and Jared and I would always fight over who got the blanket. And that was just not going to cut it. And so we went and we got this blanket. Marital issues start right there. Oh, yes. Over the the fight for the blanket. And (laughs) went to the store and got this blanket. And it turned out to be the most comfy blanket. It's very dense and heavy. Yeah, it is. And it's long enough that it covers the whole body. Because there's nothing worse than wanting just to become a little mummy in your cocoon. And it's like your feet are dangling out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyways, we got one. And I loved it so much I went and got another one. So... That is the that is my blanket story. I'm well, so glad. Welcome everybody. This is what the show has turned into. <laughs> Do you want him to stop eating? Yeah. I really want him to stop eating. Yeah, no, Jimmy, he'll hear, they'll hear it. Here. Come here. Maybe you pet him. It's like conveniently decides to start chomping on the food. Is he well, like- in this microphone, it'll pick up everything. <laughs> it really does a surround sound, and it gives you everything that's going on. So you really get to hear everything that's going on so at the beginning of this episode you heard some little clicking in the background that was jimmy chewing his food being oh so rude licking his lips now yes it's one or the other okay you're either (laughs) going to get him close to the mic licking or in the background eating so 
And this may go in the bloopers because I know people are like, just talk about the freaking movie already, okay? <laughs> no, no, no. This is, good to- <laughs> this is this is gold. <laughs> so another thing, as I was searching for this, I did try to search. I wanted to buy this and rent this so I could, you know, give back right. to the people who created this movie. Didn't happen. Um, there is an SNES, Super Nintendo Entertainment System, a video Ooh. game. Uh, I'll include a link in the show notes. And the person who is selling this video game, I don't know how many copies they have, but they are really selling hard on this. So <laughs> the, the information about the product says, all-time classic. Really? When I think of all-time classic <laughs> Super Nintendo games, this one just didn't come no. up for some reason. I, I guess I missed it. But, um, you know, according to them. Great for all ages. Mm, haven't played it. I, I'm interested. What, does that mean any age below this? <laughs> <laughs> It's part of the Super Nintendo family. I assume so, since it's on the Super <laughs> Nintendo. Okay. Um, uh, this is a phrase we like to use. Super high replay value. Super high. Wow. Like, super duper high. Awesome. <laughs> and several hours of fun. <laughs> wow. Like one, two, yeah. maybe two. <laughs> and then um, also under the product description, this is the Super Nintendo version. Really fun game to play. Great for all ages. Yes, you've said that multiple times. One of the best games for younger children. Ooh. Okay. So it's it's great for all ages, but it's really the, okay. one of the best for younger target, children. Target. Target. Yeah, audience. Hours upon hours of fun playtime. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I love how on that page, though, you look at it and it's like somebody just slapped a Disney version of Snow White as a thumbnail and it's like super grainy on the big one and they just called it good. <laughs> <laughs> like there's not even even a thought of let's like find the actual video. Yeah, like, you could do a picture. Google image search to find the actual cartridge, or like take a picture of the actual cartridge that you supposedly are selling. <laughs> no, no, not so no, much. No. Rapunzel would be proud. She would be proud. <laughs> Truncate silence. <laughs> And I have a feeling if you are one of these people who absolutely, one of these people, one of them, <laughs> one of them, <laughs> although parking is, will cost you an arm and a leg. Yeah, we discovered. Yes. yes. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh, I don't care, but darn Disney. Darn Disney. We love you, Disney. <laughs> I mean, we love you. <laughs> so definitely check it out. We're super excited. We think the Patreon, uh, the, we know the Patreon, it's like Patreon, Patreon, Patreon. Yeah. Patreon.